0: This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Travis Sewalls, Chief Medical Officer at Providence St. Joseph Eureka and Redwood Memorial Hospital, and R.P. Nicholson, Director of Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Eastern Washington, Sacred Heart and Holy Family. Dr. Sewalls, R.P., thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you so much for having us. We're very excited to be here.
2: Absolutely, Laura. Thank you again for inviting us to, to talk about innovation. Um,
0: thank you. Absolutely. So, today we're going to be talking about the Clinical Innovation Fellowship um, at Providence, which is in partnership with Microsoft. And before we dive into our broader discussion, I would love to hear just a little bit more about the background uh, for both of our speakers. So, Dr. Seawalls, could you go first? You tell us just a little bit about yourself and your background.
2: No, thanks, Laura. Um, I'm Travis Sewells. I'm a chief medical officer at Providence St. Joseph Eureka and Redwood Memorial Hospital um, in on the north coast of California. Um, I have been, I'm an ER doc by background and uh, training, but I've been doing uh, CMO work for about the past 10 years. Um, in the uh, last year, uh, I've been thinking more about innovation. I've had a background in innovation kind of in my career and, and really looking forward to figuring out, was there a, a path or a way to to really broaden that skill set and become more involved with Providence. And that's how I reached out and and met Evie Cunningham and Andrew Corona to um, really see if there was a stretch assignment or a way I could be involved in the work, work that they're doing. So.
0: Fantastic. Well, we're glad to have you here. And RP, could you tell us about yourself and your background as well?
1: Of course, I uh, am relatively new to Providence. So I joined Providence in October of last year as the director of the orthopedics and sports medicine service line. Uh, prior to that, I was at Kaiser Permanente as the chief of staff of strategy. And then um, prior, even prior to that, I was at a small community hospital uh, in Idaho. Started out in accounting, transitioned into ERP project management, then clinical program management. Um, and, so if I were to describe myself in one sentence, I would say I'm a, I'm a jack-of-all-trades. I've done a little bit of everything in the healthcare space. Um, and I always tend to go back to when I was most passionate It was in my work. It, it was when uh, I was leading strategic initiatives that were intersecting with, with technology, and that's kind of how I made the connection as well, similar to Dr. Seawolf with Dr. Abby Cunningham, who's our um, uh, Chief Medical Officer of Strategic Partnerships, who was leading a, a project at the time that I was incredibly passionate about and had the opportunity to lead at Kaiser Permanente, and so made that connection, asked if there was a way that I could uh, contribute and participate, learn about, learned about the fellowship at that time, um, and, and, and joined the
0: fellowship through that uh, pathway. Well, that's fantastic. Well, let's dive right into our discussion First, uh, Dr. Sewells, could you talk a little bit about the Clinical Innovation Fellowship and your experience there? What are you most excited about?
2: No, it's been, um, you know, it's a a nine-month fellowship uh, that goes from May to to January of next year. Um, Like we said, when we met Dr. Uh, Cunningham and uh, Andrea Corona um, back in the winter, um, looking to develop a fellowship, um, and they had already Really developed um, the concept um, through not only their pathways, but realized the need for um, you know just a, a pipeline and, and some formal training and, and as it relates to clinical innovation, the life cycle of innovation projects. And so uh, it's been an exciting spring, just being a part of uh, kind of the lead up. Um, they're super organized and have had a they have a, a very um, detailed uh, syllabus, if you will, for the for the fellowship involving partner. know us partnering on projects that are in flight already creating our own project with microsoft a lot of microsoft um, uh, applications and training uh, as well as uh, other change management trainings and whatnot that are being made available to us so they've been super generous with their time in the partnership that already exists with providence and microsoft is being leveraged to really help the the fellowship Um, i think what we're hoping is that we'll develop ourselves in a way that we can contribute um, uh, to innovation and be a better partner to other teams, you know, because innovation is a, is a collaboration um, at the end of the day with a lot of folks that, that are coming together to, to, to kind of have what I call an innovation jam session with um, from their perspective. So people coming from, from IT and um, from the HR, from, um, from the front lines, from hospital operations, um, all the way. You know, all those folks get together to to really make um, a solution, if you will. So, uh, I think the fellowship uh, really gives us a really a, a line of sight to that process um, and the skills to do it, and a chance to really um, you know develop and and uh, have a project of our own that will finish up towards the end of the end of the year. So,
0: that sounds amazing, Dr. Soules. From your perspective, especially having the clinical background. What do you, have you found most interesting or intriguing so far in thinking about innovation and what it will take in order to um, bring that kind of innovative spirit into the clinical culture and background um, for the larger team that you work with?
2: No, it's a great question. Um, I think there's a lot of um, that innovation spirit has lived for a long time and it's and is there and is very alive and well in you know clinicians and operators and people that are in the space looking for you know ways we can do things better. Um, what's interesting is that you know I think when we kind of think of innovation, we think of something perhaps that's you know new and shiny or different. But I think that you know what what we you know realize is that there's a lot of opportunity to be innovative in the current construct of what we're trying to do every day. So taking existing applications. Um, that we have at our fingertips, using them in new new ways. So we're I think we're really in a position to leverage our existing resources um, in new and different ways that can solve problems. So I'm hoping to be a, a better problem solver as part of this uh, fellowship so that I can contribute in ways that that are meaningful and uh, impactful to patients and caregivers alike. Uh, so it really solves it for a better day for from a number of perspectives. But I think that it's interesting that the pandemic has, I think, accelerated Uh, Some of the need for us to pave new pathways and really look for new ways to do things and, you know, be it, you know, telehealth, be it, you know, um, remote patient monitoring, be it, you know, whatever innovative things coming along. I think it's been uh, at least given us um, a little bit of energy or a lot of energy um, around um, ways that we can do things, um, you know, differently.
0: Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense and is great to hear. R.P., from your perspective, what have you found really most interesting throughout this process so far in, you know, uh, something that you're hoping to take back to your team and, and really make a difference in terms of thinking about clinical innovation and where we're headed in the future?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I echo Dr. walton's comments what- some of the things that I found most exciting about, uh, about the fellowship is my ability to participate in, the, in my project of choice that I'm incredibly passionate about. And the premise of that project is improving care and, and for patients in terms of making sure patients receive the right care at the right place at the right time. Um, And the other arm of the the fellowship or the opportunity that it has provided me is that collaboration and networking opportunity, getting to meet with uh, teams within the organization and leaders that I would have otherwise not had the opportunity to meet and network with has been invaluable. And, of course, the generous investment of Microsoft uh, in offering 156 hours of training to us um, just leveraging all of that knowledge and taking it back and applying to our uh, areas of responsibility, we've just uh, completed a, an eight-hour training uh, regarding change management and have already been able to take some of those learnings back to my area of responsibility and apply, apply that knowledge. So it's, it's, it's been paying dividends in, in the last two short months.
0: That sounds amazing. And it's great to hear already you're seeing such success from going through the program. Now, you mentioned RP as as well as Dr. Sewell's um, change management and really thinking about how that needs to happen within the current healthcare environment. Um, RP, what does that look like for you? How are you thinking about change management? I know it's something that a lot of healthcare leaders are trying to figure out across large teams in in some of the smaller teams that they work with individually. Um, what do you really see as being most crucial to, um, making sure that you get things right as much as possible the first time? Yeah, that's a
1: great question. And, and as Dr. mentioned, you know the healthcare ecosystem is shifting so rapidly with COVID accelerating the utilization and adoption of telehealth to pair models changing to uh, transition to value-based care, to the burnout that's taking p- place currently in healthcare. Um, I think it's just kind of the perfect storm and time to think innovatively and leverage technology to solve some of the complex problems that are present in healthcare. And in terms of change management, that is just kind of that vital. I, I remember our, our instructor said culture eats strategy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, and that's where kind of change management has to come in and, and be implemented in a meaningful way. And, and there's strategy to it, there's a methodology to it, there's a science to it. But I think what I, my key takeaway and the aha moment was was, just the importance of change management when it comes to leaders leading that change and understanding their role in in being a change agent uh, is crucial to driving that change.
2: Yeah, and I would would echo that as well. I think that um, it was, you know, I think we've all seen different uh, initiatives and the, uh, you know, the amount of resources that are spent um, you know, to to launch a resource and just the change management, you know, structure and the investment we make in how we make change, um, and really bringing teams along to so where they can, you know, work through a process. It's a it's a definitely a very prescribed process, and I think that's what was a good takeaway from the training we had a couple of weeks ago is that you know, do we invest enough time and energy and resources into making that change? Um, to be successful. And I think with the resources on the table that were, you know, be it investments in the EHR, be it um, different, you know, applications or, you know, projects that if we don't make that investment that, you know, our likelihood of success just goes down significantly. So I, I, I think I walked away with the, the, the exact same thought is that, you know, this is a, a pivotal piece of, of the world is how do we, how do we make change effectively and all the new things that we're trying to do um, and do quickly, as team as said. And sustain it, too,
0: right? And That's Absolutely. kind of the, the big piece, too, of sustaining that change. It's really great to hear. And, um, you know, in, in looking at it, kind of the broader context of the Clinical Innovation Fellowship, it sounds like you have your individual projects that you're working on, but then, too, can take some of the concepts back and really evolve them within the organization, um, it, in multiple, I guess, aspects and projects for years to come. So um, Dr. Sewells, I'd love from your perspective to, to tell me a little bit about, you know, what do you see as being really kind of the most important aspects um, in goals for the fellowship? Um, how do you see it continuing to evolve and uh, grow not only within um, your health system, but within the teams in your career as well?
2: No, no, that's a great question. I think that, you know, from the fellowship, you know, short and long-term goals. Definitely short term, you know, trying to, um, you know, understand the life cycle of innovation and change um, and building a, a basically a skill set and, you know, investing in the to- different tools that are been made available to us through Microsoft and, and, the, and the fellowship, uh, really launching, um, you know, our own project to, to really work through that uh, on a personal perspective and be able to work that life change or life cycle change. Uh, of innovation um, for, for a real project that's tangible. I think that right now it's trying to definitely, you know, be able to build that uh, skill set um, and be able to take it back. It's, it's interesting. I think i mentioned it mentioned that we um, can take that skill set uh, even today, even the pieces parts we've had just recently and apply it uh, already. And I think that's, what's amazing about it. I think that, you know, just, in the, the evolution of the fellowship in, in, in conversations with Dr. Cunningham and, and Andrew Corona and Arpina and, and myself and, and Microsoft is that, you know, as we try to build um, a pipeline of, of innovators, uh, people that have, you know, similar skill sets and, you know, and can become part of a, a team, if you will. So everyone has a, you know, a part to play and, you know, how do you, how do you, um, if you will, collaborate uh, better. So I think that one of the things that we're trying to do is really bridge the bridge those gaps between different aspects, whether it be tech and, and clinical side of house or, you know, other, other areas so that we can all come together and solve problems more effectively as a collaborative. I think there's, um, there's gaps that currently exist. And I go back to that Innovation Jam session, which is where everyone comes together and, and you know, has a brainstorming session from their perspective. And, and we, you know, come out with just a much better understanding of what the future looks like or how to approach a problem but i think as providence you know and microsoft work together that pipeline will grow i think there's uh, hope that the the fellowship will have you know more people involved um you know in subsequent years this is the inaugural run we're, we're flattening out a flattening out a few of the bumps as we go along and uh, trying to you know give uh, give feedback to build the program for the future and i think that as we you know expand that opportunity across providence in subsequent years that this will be a you know a development opportunity for A number of people that that will make Providence, um, you know, stronger that way and better relationship uh, with, with uh, Microsoft and Providence together.
0: Absolutely. That sounds amazing. Arpin, from your perspective, are there any other goals that you would like to, to discuss or talk about anything to add to Dr. Sewell's?
1: Um, you know, I think for me, it's just very, very high level that involvement short term in the project of, of, of choice that I'm very passionate about, coupled with the collaboration and networking that that the fellowship has uh, enabled us with. And, and then long term, kind of combining that organizational intelligence gained through networking and collaboration with, with the countless hours of training through Microsoft, um, you know, and applying that, that gained knowledge to continuously think outside the box when it comes to complex healthcare problems, um, as well as applying it to our areas of responsibility. And when it comes to kind of how do we see it evolving, uh, I would love to see the fellowship to continue to evolve and grow and become accessible to other caregivers and providers within Providence who have a passion for care delivery innovation through tech and are equally as passionate about professional development. Um, And even just more broadly, to Dr. Seawalt's point, when pioneers in tech join forces with a leading healthcare organization, I think possibilities are endless. And I think the time couldn't have been uh, more perfect, given everything that's happening in the healthcare ecosystem.
0: Absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. And, you know, it just really um, sounds like a, a fantastic opportunity. Before we close out our conversation, I had one more question you know, I'd love to just hear and get a small window inside of some of those discussions going on, especially with the jam sessions that you've been mentioning. Um, what do you see as being really the future of healthcare? What's coming out of that as being some of the new and exciting um, upcoming trends? Arpina, I'd love to hear from you first on this one.
1: Oh, that is such a good question. You know, I think As I think through my capstone project and, and, you know, I remember we were in a meeting with Dr. Seawald, he said, I, I don't, we're trying to think through our capstone project as, at the same time as to not try to solve world peace. And because this is also a commitment in addition to our, our existing goals. um, I am so passionate about kind of complex care management and how do we think about it innovatively? Um, You know, the healthcare is behind in tech compared to other uh, industries and um, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit and a lot of opportunities uh, in terms of meeting consumer expectations and needs but it's it's when we really start thinking about how are we going to solve complex care needs how is that uh, lady in 89 year old lady who has heart failure and renal disease navigating our healthcare care system effectively and efficiently. I think that's when we from my, for, 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 in my opinion, it, it, innovation starts to spark and we can make some really uh, valuable contributions. And so my mind is kind of all over the place at the moment in terms of thinking about that capstone project. So maybe a roundabout way of saying, there's a lot to think about in this space. And uh, I'm still kind of trying to process what that's going to look like uh, for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that is an excellent point. Um, Dr. Sewells, what are your, some of your main takeaways from these sessions and, and where healthcare is headed?
2: Yeah, no, it's um, it, it's a a lot, of, it's a broad thought, right? And as we try to take and harness a little bit of the wind, if you will, and figure out how we can, you know, solve problems differently, you know, I, I, I kind of always center on, you know, what does it mean for patients and what does it mean for caregivers who are taking care of patients? And I always kind of frame up, you know, the, my interest in, you know, if it solves, you know, part of the equation where we're trying to develop better access for patients, better care coordination that drive better outcomes for better value, you know, those are impactful um, components for both patients and caregivers alike. So, um, you know, I have a, you know, a broad interest uh, like Arpine does, you know, in, in just different ways that we can problem solve and do things differently and better. Um, you know, I have, you know, my current, Projects uh, specifically is remote patient monitoring and just the different applications that might go along with that as well in the future. Um, I think those are super exciting, but it's such a broad uh, innovation, such a broad area right now. Um, And being able to be, you know, if you will, have a tool belt that that allows you to approach those uh, different components I just mentioned, um, I think is really what what we're all trying to do is make make that sequence of care and our our care delivery, um, you know, better. and safer for patients and, you know, better for caregivers and easier for caregivers uh, alike. So um, it's exciting. It's it, and just truly, you know, it's a, it's a bright spot, I think, in uh, healthcare. I think healthcare is, you know, we're all, it's been challenging, healthcare is challenging on a, on a good day, but it's been super challenging for the last couple of years. And, you know, I think innovation's is definitely an investment worth making uh, in the future is to, you know, to build bright spots and, and better ways to deliver care. So, uh, it's a super exciting time to be in healthcare is is also a, a comment
0: absolutely dr souls rp thank you so much for being here today this has been a really fun discussion and so interesting to hear about the clinical innovation fellowship at providence in partnership with microsoft thank you again and i look forward to connecting with you both soon and hearing about the projects when they're finished
2: laura thank you, thank you, so, you much so much for having for us
0: having